Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. It's the Mitchin Podcast. Hey, and welcome to the Mitchin Table. This is the official home of the Mitchin Podcast, which happens to be the podcast that you're tuned into right now. Uh, <laughs> each week on the Mitchin, what we do is we get the uh, a veritable who's who of the Sydney food scene. Sometimes we invite losers from Melbourne, but luckily it's all Sydney this week. Uh, I'm, I'm Levens. Just the losers from Sydney. Yeah. <laughs> we've, got some, we've got some actual winners this week. Um, my name's Levens, and uh, I am the co-host of, of the Mitchin, my other co-host host is sitting across the table from me it's his house his table his podcast his name is mitchell or hi levens <laughs> <laughs> everyone was expecting something booming and, and, nah. and yeah, yeah instead nah. we get Keep this mellow. timid scared i'm scared of you <laughs> <laughs> well mitch you've invited some uh some incredible people to the table with us today we we have invited some incredible people we also invited mike eggett hey, uh, <laughs> so uh <laughs> we'll start there everybody knows mike uh from pinbone etc from being a regular on the podcast and he's just returned from a week in Singapore so we'll get into that at some point we've also got a couple of winners from the Good Food Guide Awards uh, my business partner and return guest he might say more than two words today Cam I'm going to say more than two words guys good I've work. done it already good work Cam you've done it you filled your quota yep. <laughs> now, now just keep it down for the rest yeah, of yeah. thanks for coming in see you later yeah. <laughs> good luck next week yeah. <laughs> Stop moving your head. <laughs> oh, <shit>. <laughs> <laughs> We've also got uh, the former head chef of Mark, current head chef uh, and owner of the longest running pop-up in the history of pop-ups. Still and popping. Still popping. <laughs> still and up. And the winner still up. Of When are you going to do a pop-down? <laughs> so on, so on. We have to like... And he's also the winner of the Sydney Morning Herald Good Food Guide Chef of the Year, Pussy Petsanin. Thanks, Mitch. And lastly, we have Pelissa Anderson from Chat Thai Boone, um, the 47 Chat Thais that there are now. Uh, she didn't win anything this year, but she, I knew she would bring us food, so she got <laughs> invited. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> and she did a good job of it, too. Yeah, we're full. I didn't eat, it's, it's, we're currently recording this. It's like 3.30, and I, didn't, I, act, I purposely was like, no, we're recording the podcast, podcast today. Someone's bound to bring food. <laughs> and Mikey I felt showed, sorry for you, losers. That's why I brought food. Oh, <laughs> man. <laughs> uh, but, 
Boone Cafe and Chat Thai is probably the restaurant that everyone at this table goes to the most. That yep. mm-hmm. everyone's teddy little secret. It's delicious. The home. It's not, of, such a, it's secret. not a secret. It's not a Look secret. at Dan Hong's Instagram. All he Instagrams now is Boone Green Juices yeah. because he's not it's allowed to eat anything else. It's the best green juice in the city. It yeah. is the best green juice. No, he only comes here because we're the only probably Thai restaurant that does brown rice. Brown rice. <laughs> That's the other reason. Because he can oh. only eat brown rice. Now. You know this is going to be a classic episode when we're already dissing Dan Hong two minutes in. Yeah, I feel like we've uh, we've got a couple of weeks to make up for. Oh, he He's definitely got, country, he got out of it last week. He, he got compliments. Terrible. Yeah, know, Annalise fuck? is complimenting him and stuff. Uh, I, I blame yeah. the dudes from Melbourne. Like honestly, bringing yeah. down the bitchiness of this <laughs> podcast. Annalise didn't really compliment him. He just, she said that looking at his, the, the photos that of Dan um, that's lost hungry. weight it makes her hungry, which is just a weird. <laughs> She's the same people that sees like Oxfam ads and then goes and orders a pizza. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, Mitch, what are we going to talk about today? Obviously, we're going to talk about the good, fo- the good food guide. I have real you trouble saying this. You still can't say it. Yeah. You still can't say it. Good uh, food guide awards. Yeah, GFG yeah, awards. What, what is it? GFG. Oh, GFG. GFG. Yeah, we're going to talk about that. We'll talk to Mikey about Singapore. Um, we'll talk to Pelissa about what it's like to... Uh, make heaps more money than all of us put together yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah so let's start with Cam how does it feel to win something instead of losing guys it was it was pretty alright keep, keep your, your head still <laughs> I'm, anyone listening I'm moving my head a lot it's like a free range chicken um, maybe, maybe if we just strap the microphone to, yeah. you, <laughs> to <laughs> your <laughs> nose yeah, to my hand or his head yeah um, yeah it was pretty pretty fun like it was pretty unexpected wasn't it it was look, honestly Mitch Levins and I were all sitting opposite each other and we all kind of zoned out a little bit. And then uh, we heard bologna sandwich (laughs) and all started (laughs) wigging out. You're like, that's my safe word. (laughs) (laughs) Mitch, Uh, release me. (laughs) (laughs) Then I'm like notoriously bad at walking upstairs onto a stage and giving high fives. And I had to do both those things. So I was just packing shit a little bit. But it was I really start nice. paying. I start paying attention after oh. I announce your names. Yeah, yeah, it was amazing. So, so you went up and uh, and and, and high fived. Who high fived you? Everybody. I, oh, it's. I don't remember. <laughs> um, in front of everyone at the Good Food Guide Awards, everyone was looking at you except Mitch and Ed from Acme were both on their phones. I guess tweeting that you'd won before you yeah. could. <laughs> that's important to them. I was telling my mum actually, and then oh, uh, nice. Amy, Amy from Acme. Uh, was there as well except she was in the bathroom yeah. when you got your award and then she came back a few minutes later and you had this award and, and someone I, I think it was actually quite an important speech being given at the time and then Amy <laughs> just sort of goes oh my god yeah. <laughs> like, it was a great great moment <laughs> the funniest thing was I nearly went to the toilet as well with her because it was like one hour in and we were just drinking what were you going to do in the toilet with her oh, oh you know just you know. <laughs> we're going to make pasta <laughs> yeah <laughs> and then the award got announced. I was like, oh, fuck, good thing I didn't. Lucky go out I held for that. it in. So the takeaway is don't shit at the awards. Right? That's it. That's it. Yeah. Amy? Yeah. <laughs> you were wearing white. Yeah. Another one of the very, I mean, not unexpected is obviously it's deserved but unexpected as well was was when very unexpected very unexpected very un- <laughs> sorry I need to translate it <laughs> yeah, here it's pronounced good food, <laughs> good food guy yeah, yeah. Parsi's trying to say it was very unexpected <laughs> very unexpected <laughs> um do we? I mean, we kind of did some very half-assed predictions last week on the podcast. Did we talk about who might win Best Chef? I can't remember. Uh, I yeah. think we did, and we were way off the mark. You said Peter Gilmore, yeah. and other people said Ross. Yeah, well, 
We got a couple right. We weren't but, um, even the underdogs. We were the under the underneath the underdogs. Yeah, that's what we that's thought. Underdog. Well, I think yeah. <laughs> like Pussy's someone that like we always like everyone in our generation. We always say Pussy's like one of the most interesting, creative, best chefs in Sydney. But I guess working at Mark, you sort of used to share that limelight with Bestie and stuff. But now you've got your own thing. But it it's been known as a pop up, and at first it was going to be for three months, and then six months, and then four years. So. I guess you kind of flew, you start to fly under the radar a little bit in a way. So yeah. Were you really surprised? I was really surprised. I was shocked. I knew the nomination was shocked already. Like, that got me, like, big surprise. And I thought, if they give a word away, they come take a photo. Like, normally, if you win yeah, something, yeah. they always come take a photo. Yeah. There was no photos. There was nothing leading to the thing. Nothing. So you had and no clue at all. I had no clue. And then get that and go to a speech and high five with the host and... yeah. <laughs> Well, I missed that as well. Team, I'm the low, the high low. What do you call that? Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's called cupping the testicles. Yeah. Uh, I remember that one, but feeding the pony. <laughs> that didn't go too well. And it's then a finished thing. You should <laughs> then do a speech and all that. Was, I was, Your speech was really I was shocked. Good. Your speech was really funny, Pussy. Yeah, well, that was the truth. That was the yeah. truth that happened when I was found I was nominated. I was in a toilet. Do you, you remember Pussy what you was said? taking a shit. I was taking when a shit. found out about the nomination. <laughs> and the phone peeped and I didn't check it and then it peeped again. There was Furla texting. He said, what, what does he want now? I said, oh, you've been nominated for the chef of the year. And then open the email. There's an email that you've been nominated. Oh, fuck. <laughs> but that was the truth. That was the speech. On the, yeah. and it was, re- it was really happened. fun. It's, really a, it's, a good, it's a good win too. Yeah. Like Pussy's easily one of the chefs that, like if you talk we to Mitchy and like Puskas and all other guys, he's someone that people come and always get advice from and you know it's someone I've always wanted to work for but he never let me in the kitchen too big. too big I wanted to work at Mark but there was no space no room. and the criteria like, nobody can be taller or bigger than me which means so he has no, no staff that's why you have no staff ever then best they heard your camera that was like he heard that you wanted to use the oven and everyone knows that he dries his tea towels in there <laughs> no yeah that's it we started a Chinese laundry at least Anna, thank you Annalise did say to apologise only because you actually listened to the podcast I and did. caught her out bad mouth because somebody <laughs> yeah somebody left the laundry outside it. might as well do it <laughs> we got 20 we got 20 bucks it was quite Tuesday so we just did that can you give can you give anyone like anyone listening some tips for, for drying laundry in the oven no <laughs> uh, will yeah. it feature in the Parsi cookbook it will it will yeah just don't mix the colours Parsi you're lucky it was in your kitchen we had it all over our house when we were growing up all the laundry not, not just laundry banana leaves like yeah. oh man noodles all over the house oh shit yeah. we got it easy then we still had tea towels yeah. did, did, you, did they keep the noodles in the washing machine sometimes yeah. I read Pus- <laughs> when Pus- the fridge ran out of space <laughs> has it made a difference to business Pussy oh, already yes, it has straight away like yeah. it yeah. picked up pretty much on the night so it's, it's good for okay. business it's good for uh Good for your ego, you know. Well, yeah, well, no, but good for the ego. It's like <laughs> just, just it's caught just, up to the ego. Yeah, just <laughs> caught up. Just more about fucking time. Yeah. <laughs> it's fucking assholes. Yeah, meant to say that. <laughs> it's just as long as it doesn't change the way we cook the these awards, yeah. and it's as long as because we've been quite lucky at Cafe Party because it's such a. I think people didn't expect much when they come in there. Yeah. The place is what it is, and it's nothing fancy. There's nothing, nothing sort of nice about it. And people they're easy to easy to over deliver because there's not they don't expect too much. But now with the awards, people I had some great nights there when I was younger. When I was at with the Mexicans. Oh yeah, yeah, those Mexicans. Yeah, I know. And actually, my sister used to work. I had really high expectations for Cafe Pacifico because Cafe Pacifico is 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 using the old site that was Cafe Pacifico, which is a a night 
that was a, a, a restaurant, I guess if you can call it a restaurant bar. More a bar. Yeah, yeah. Um, my sister worked there for a few years. I actually, Whoa. I actually ran a party there for a while. Did um, you? Yeah, yeah. I, I did. Yeah, we did all kinds of crazy. Like, I, I, I pretty much out? lived there every weekend for about a year. You probably came to one of your parties. Yeah, mate. Yeah. <laughs> just, just do dinner dances there. And, uh, and um, everyone would just get like like everyone would just bulk up on chips for the first three hours when, when we could actually Cassie. have loud dinner music. dance at a cafe yeah. party. Yeah. Play lots yeah. of salsa music. We're gonna have a party and Mike's gonna have a party there in the end of a month. Oh, yeah, Did you watch the, 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 the DJ booth at the front? You were at the top of that one. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. See, I took that down on my own. Sacrilege. Two days knocking a bloody <laughs> hammer and sitzel. Yeah. Took it down. I train wrecked some great songs in that DJ booth. Oh, shit. <laughs> Sorry, the designers have just got to go, so okay, it's got to go. <laughs> <laughs> have you, had you eaten at Cafe Pacifico before you were? Never. There? Never, right? Never. I knew where it was, but I've never, never been inside. Yeah, I've, ca- never, I've never been there either. It kind of represents something that doesn't really exist in, in Australia anymore, which was the, like, it kind of, you think about Mexican food in Sydney now, and it's still really bad, and you used to think, oh, Cafe Pacifico's okay, I guess, but, like, I would prefer what Cafe Pacifico was to what we get in Sydney for Mexican now. Compared to El Loco, you mean? Uh, no, El Loco is a, diff- a different Who piece. does El Loco? I believe it's Dan Hong. Oh. <laughs> El Loco, actually, El Loco kind of does channel the Cafe Pacifico vibes in that you know, there's always loud music. That said, there's a lot yeah, of yeah. there's way too much. There's a lot uh, of terrible loud music. In, inside into Justin Hemi's uh, iPod. There's way too much Pearl Jam on there, Justin. <laughs> <laughs> but Cafe Pacifico had a pop-up last week. They did a pop-up. Did they? Oh, where at? And Alexandria somewhere because we had a one customer mm. came in and they thought Cafe Pacifico pop up was <laughs> yeah, at, yeah, at, Cafe at Cafe Pacifico and said yeah. it's not here it's not it's in Alexandria somewhere oh shit I'm late <laughs> but anyway so it's quite funny we were popping up there and they're doing a pop up somewhere, somewhere else, else so what's this thing you're doing at Pasi at the end of the month Mike? oh no we're just cooking a staff, a staff, staff party meal. yeah it's not staff meal oh. yeah. I wish I wish <laughs> I, wish I could staff, staff meals yeah he's, he's a tight ass so he's doing a Christmas party on a budget so oh. we're bringing sandwiches and you know, that's all. Oh, that's we even figured out what, what day is that? Pasi, can we come? <laughs> yeah, everyone can 27th, come. 27th, come to Pasi. Sunday. Yeah. Good fun. Pinman's cooking. Foot in the bill. That's yeah. great. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. Awesome. Just bring something <laughs> Christmassy, get in the spirit. That's it. Everyone bring their own eggnog. $10 presents. What do you call the presents when you swap? Oh, Secret, Secret Santa. Secret Santa. 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 Yeah. Chris Kringle. Chris Kringle. Chris Kringle. Well, let's talk about Singapore, Mikey. What did you, what did you ah, do? Yeah, cool. So we've been away. Pinman got invited over to cook uh, with Dave Pin. Um, at Burnt Ends who was a chef and did you Uh, also also uh, cook with uh, Michael Bone no that's terrible (laughs) (laughs) that was so bad Lems you've been batting so well that's four episodes in that's a fucking dud that's a good joke no once you edit that out because he's got control as well I'll keep that in there Um, I'm real no we just cook with Dave he's a twitter.com slash at levdog (laughs) (laughs) he's a legend uh, another old school Tets boy uh, went across, did some time at a restaurant called Echibari in Spain. Uh, did some time at Noma, but he's not very, you know, he's just a, a really chilled, chilled yeah, he's chef. A legend. He's a legend. Um, probably one of the best, like, cooks going around that I've had the, like, pleasure of working with and hanging out with. Um, a week in his kitchen was, like, something really, was really... Was a week-long pop-up? No, we just did two days. Right. But we were hanging out with Dave for the week and... It's one of those places as a chef, when you go there, um, there's no bullshit. So it's, it's really attractive. So you kind of, you're very engaged. Like to me, like I just want to spend as much time as possible in the kitchen with Dave because his team is really good and the way they do things is really classic, but it's so on point. Like the way he cooks food, like the execution is just phenomenal. He doesn't fuck around with any gimmicks. Like there's nothing. He, he has one wood. He's got a double burning wood fire oven and a couple of grills that go up and down and then he just buys in the best produce in the world and 
my god the food's excellent like really he's in the top 50 for best asian restaurants for sampel yeah. i think he's in the top 30 now and it's you know it's so well deserved so we were, we were lucky to work there to be honest like it was a, a real privilege i was gonna ask you about the produce yeah so singapore is one of those countries where they got fucking pretty shit soil so they don't really make or produce anything um and if you're a chef of like dave's quality you don't really accept that kind of produce so um and it's also a port city so you know our dinner was <laughs> such a privilege like we had uh quails that were killed that morning flown in from like uh france but Gemma told you're me kidding. Gemma from pinbone told me that you uh you weren't sure if they were going to get there until about well, you, the dinner had already started. The dinner had started. Yeah, we were waiting on the courier. No shit. And then they turned up, and they were still feathered and gutsy. In, so he's sitting there plucking, plucking. <laughs> pit. Like we don't get to do that stuff in Australia, like because of health what regulations a shame. as well. No, it's it's, <laughs> it's no, it is a shame though. It's a shame. Like it's pretty cool to be there, like plucking feathers, you know, off a, a pretty much just killed bird. Like it just flew in. Well, did they strangle them? Everything. Did they bleed them out first. That, did they strangle them or did they bleed them out? Uh, they had head on, so it looked like they were strangled, and then uh, pretty. In, they just had the bung removed basically so all the other bits and pieces internal were in there which is great which if we'd got them a little bit earlier we would have been able to utilize so but dave put them on a special the next day so um but even like the beef we used was from kobe in in in, in japan and we got uni from japan and eel from japan and so you know how does that translate with the cost so Parsi, yeah, yeah. Parsi just asked how expensive it is. Everything's fucking expensive. Yeah. But Singapore has this thing where all the food at a Western style or high-end restaurant is expensive and they just pass it on to the customer. Right. So Yeah, the customers pay. The customers pay. So Not like here. And, and it's funny too, like we wanted to use prawns and Dave has this fantastic ethical stance on prawns. He refuses to use them. And it was like another thing other than the cooking that we learnt and took with us. Um, and so Are we you used off prawns, now, Mike. Yeah, I, like I, is prawns in general or just prawns in prawns? general? Like he was telling us, like I'm, I would have to do a bit more research on it. So I'm going purely on what Dave said, but it's pretty engaging conversation. So it's to do with the dredging and the fucking mm. up of the seafloor, and also some of the boats that are out of Asia where you get the cheaper prawns. Um, you know, most of the people working on the boats are more like slaves as opposed to employees. So it's a pretty pretty gnarly scene. Um, why so, not fly them in for Malula Bar or something? Well, yeah, even even a lot of the commercial stuff's not that just like not that great for the environment. And as again, this is just from what I've heard from Dave. I haven't done my own personal research, so don't shout us down if you're a prawn activist. You know what I mean? But <laughs> um, but anyway, we substituted them for marins. You know what I mean? And they were cheaper than you can get them in Australia. So yeah. it's kind of an interesting situation. I love marins more than prawns anyway. Uh, most people would. Yeah. yeah. But to get a marin over here from WA to get a marin in Sydney, would they cost like five bucks each now or something? More. Fifteen bucks. More fifteen dollars. Fifteen bucks. About a one eighty. Sixty bucks a kilo. Sixty bucks a kilo. Yes. And then and then how much were they in Singapore? Forty two a kilo. So twenty bucks less. Yeah. yeah. So it costs less to fly them to Singapore than yeah. it does to fly them to. And Sydney. I don't know what that why that is, but when someone offers you to use marins you do it so. are they wild or are they farmed farmed yeah. but yeah but anyway singapore is a great city and everyone should probably go there it's probably the easiest city that i've ever been to as far as like asian countries like you can just get yeah. around you can order you can eat it's pretty great what was yeah. the best thing you ate um wow well, the crabs there are awesome you know what i mean um really f- fucking cool dishes we had a well, we had this like a black black bean and maybe a hoi sin it was almost burnt um, it was this restaurant called sin huat and the guy pretty much just uses garlic in every dish but he uses it in different levels and he did this with a bug like a native bug so like our Mon bay bug yeah, or Balmain bug and it was just this black sauce on it and it was 
fucking epic. It was the only thing that I really didn't know how to replicate, like, or didn't know what the fuck the source was based on. And trying to ask the guy, but he was more interested in sitting there with his gut out and patting the sweat off his stomach with paper <laughs> towels. So he wasn't the most chatty guy. <laughs> but I do, I do recommend Singapore as a as a traveling destination. It's super quick, seven hour flight. Yeah, I've I've, I've traveled to it, but just the airport about four times. Yeah, yeah, I, I love that be, butterfly yeah. enclosure. Uh, I, I used to go there a lot from Hong Kong and eat. Yeah, it's a good eating city. It's fucking good, man. Mm. Yeah. Seafood's sick. All the hawker food and oh, shit. Chicken yeah. rice. Chicken rice, and, yeah. yeah. Maxwell, yeah. did you go to Maxwell? Yeah, Maxwell, yeah. so good. You can have like a congee and a fried noodle and, you know, roti parata and everything just in, on your table, $1 juice, you know. Yeah. It's yeah. great. It's definitely a cuisine that, um, another one that, that, that isn't, like if it isn't, isn't as vibrant as let's say our, our Thai scene here or our Japanese scene oh, here yeah, I reckon a, yeah. Singaporean food is a real cultural melting pot sure. so it's like Sydney yeah, yeah it's Gross. like nothing's truly traditional you've got Chinese yeah. Indian Malaysian yeah. like what is traditional pumping into the one city that's why it's so much fun to eat there mm. speaking of produce and stuff Good segue, sir. You like that? Yeah, I'm, getting, I'm getting better you. at them, I feel. Yeah, that's I'm, a great I'm one. looking for them. <laughs> um, I like how you read the cue cards that Lev's yeah, holds yeah, up. Right. Good. Yeah, he puts, he puts a lot of work into them. It's, it's hard to read his three-year-old handwriting sometimes. You're confused whether Archie's writing them or yeah. he is. But, it's mainly because you know. it's all in emojis. That last one actually had a picture of a segue. Yeah. <laughs> You're banned from making better jokes than me. <laughs> you set the bench really low this week. <laughs> But yeah, you you're starting to work with. There's, did you tell me there's a massive Thai community in Northern Territory and stuff that you're starting to work oh, with yeah. farmers and shit like that up all there? along, like far north Queensland. Actually, just even um, lower kind of Queensland, and there's just little farms dotted everywhere. It's small holdings, so we tend to work with. Um, so we go to an area like Darwin and we find um, an agent who has a farm, uh, her, own, her own little small holding and her own little, like her friends that she goes to the casino with yeah. and they, you know, they go to the markets and they, they take their stuff out to the markets um, to Rapid Creek once a week. That is after they go to the casino. Yeah. And, <laughs> and then, um, yeah, so basically she finds what we need and um, sends it down. Sometimes there's like, you know, a crate of mud crabs as well. Oh, that's pretty good. So you use that yeah, stuff in the restaurant as well as sell it at Boone or? Yeah, we do. Well, that's, that's the thing. We started off using it just for chat Thai yeah. um, and, you know, um, a lot of our other Thai restaurant friends and other restaurant friends were asking us where we got our produce from and, uh, and then we just thought we should, we might as well, you know, have a shop front as well it's hard to get good produce around that area if you're not shopping just at paddies or um you know there's a there's a Woolworths up the road but it's a huge residential area people just don't know it you know there's a lot of people living around that area and finding it hard to find good places to buy fresh produce it's um, my favorite supermarket to go to. It's fun. It's so you know it is it's fun in there and there's so much good stuff and it's so I don't know, I feel, you know, it changes day to day as well. It really does. Um, and the best thing is, you know, I just, I can find whatever the hell I want to buy to put in there. <laughs> it's a kind of, I'm creating the place where I would want to shop. And you have that nice advantage that after a couple of days, the random things that you found out moving, you can throw them through one of your many restaurants and Yeah, exactly. Like, so we... And still make money off everybody. Well, we can make accommodate so or, or throw it into the juice. Have you all seen the Chat Thai <laughs> Lamborghini? It's yeah. the same yellow. It's... No, no. How many Chat Thais are there now? Uh, 
think there's eight. Is the manly one still there? Yeah, it's still. Oh, no, there's, there's no. no sorry, there's five chat ties. Um, and there are three Boon. other restaurants. Yeah, so Boon. there's um, Assam and Samosan, which they're like just little kind of like, you know. Oh, Assam's. Yeah, Assam's more of a kind of cantina kind of thing. Actually, no, Samosan's a cantina. And um, Assam's just lower ground floor, where QVB, where Luxor House used to be. Yeah. Felicia, did I ever tell you that like, she's got this honey at the shop that just cures <laughs> any kind of cold if anything. Tell me about it, man. I had yeah. influenza B eight, two yeah. and a half jars of honey. Yeah. <laughs> People were like, if they cancel a reservation, I'll be like, you know where you should go. <laughs> Send them tell them to go down to Boone and like find this honey. <laughs> oh thanks. Do you so really? That's, oh that's yeah, cool. That's really why you won the award. Because like Felicia. you're like, you know, looking after everyone's health as well as their, you know That's why he won the award. Yeah. I, I yeah. reckon. <laughs> <laughs> Tell them to watch Narcos well, on Netflix. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He emailed somebody, replied that said, "Oh, we can't make it today." He's like, "Oh, you know what you should do? You should watch Narcos on Netflix." And then he sent an email. And he goes, "Oh no, yeah. what have you fucking done now, Cam? Uh, I just gave people some Netflix recommendations." <laughs> so the the chatai, the calsoy, you guys do. Um, yeah, it's a big like bugbear of mine that I can't get that all day so while we've got you on the spot can you just put it on <laughs> from like the whole time because I fucking hate that I have to wait oh, till 10 o'clock dude you can't like you uh, know this is the thing I would if I could you can. but the kitchen is tiny doesn't matter but you know, you know what <laughs> just have the same menu all day your mum just likes to have nah. change things up and can't you have put it on a boom? 5,000 no, dude, things on the menu all right, the reason why is because we're, we're sticking to, to tradition do you understand tradition no you can only Australian. eat kasai <laughs> in the afternoon in Thailand it's not a dinner time. Uh, dinner. Let's put no, it on after ten o'clock. Ten o'clock. <laughs> but you can you can get cow soy at the um, QVB chat tie all they day. They do it until yeah, so four or something. Then they stop, and no, then no, at no, supper no, time seven. you can get it. Seven at CBD at, yeah. at the at the one in QVB at the one near you know, uh, in, in the gallery. The gallery management and um, <laughs> she is management. She passes on to herself and basically you kiss her ass. I just got told to fuck off. But I would like to know why you can't get the Bangkok wings at oh, Haymarket. Yeah. Lunch. You know what I mean? Yeah, what's wrong with you? They're, they're never on at Haymarket. You know you've only got two customers. Me and Mitch want our food <laughs> when right. we want yeah. it. For real. I still can't even get a fucking chat tie key ring that I've been asking for for four years. Oh, really? What does that get you? Nothing, but no, I just want one. It's the, the 20-year anniversary is over, mate. So oh, you'll get one when, the, when, we, have, when we hit the 30-year anniversary. 30 they're going to make a set of coasters. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've actually got a set of uh, chat Thai crockery, yeah, which Pussy is currently nice. drinking his tea from. Nice. So it's not like I don't get anything out of it. But it's not a cow soy, though, at 8 o'clock at night. Like, come on. Fuck, it's but I don't dish. go there for dinner anymore. Really? I just go for supper or in the morning or supper. Because there's too many plebs in uh, other times of the day. Oh, sorry about that. <laughs> Maybe you <laughs> but I don't. Yeah, I, get, I, well, I got Take supper away. time delivered last night, and I still got four containers in the fridge. Mm. But also, do you know what sucks now? They rotate all the staff through all the different ones. <laughs> so the regular staff that are at the Haymarket one, which I always, always go to, don't know me anymore. So now I have to always line up with oh, everybody else. Felissa, oh. we've, we've had we've had all <laughs> problems. We've had we've had twenty twenty different chefs and restaurant owners on on the podcast so far, and you're the first person that Mitch has just spent complaining about. <laughs> oh, yeah, because he can't do it off air. <laughs> I do. Because you just hang up on him. <laughs> I know. Notice the one word. Um, um, return messages I send you these days, Mitch. No, you don't. Are they all no? That's if you reply at all. Or if it's not emoji. <laughs> it's the only way he, he understands. <laughs> Look, Mitch, I, Whatever. Would, I would love to have a restaurant that just accommodates your needs in a 
Well, you Demands. used to, but whatever. But. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, of the eight eight restaurants that uh, you you and your family uh, run, which is the one that you enjoy going to the most as a, as a diner? Uh, I I kind of I I do them on a rotation. So by the time you know. I'm at Boone. I, I miss Chat Thai, so sometimes you know I, just, I walk over to Chat Thai. It's all within walking distance, mm. and I think that's where my mum was really smart. She just um, made sure we captured that audience. Because yeah, Chinatown, which is the yeah. the uh, very very like Thai focused area of Chinatown, has really grown exponentially yeah. in, the, in the last ten it's, years or so. It yeah. really has. And am I right in saying mm. that's where Chin Chin? He's going to look to open in Sydney, call it Chow Chow. Are they looking to go in their Griffith <laughs> team yeah, building? The Griffith yeah, Griffith So it's kind of out of it. Kind but Chin Chin's shit anyway. Yeah, so but <laughs> would, would that oh, be the worst area to come and move to Sydney? Like, I mean, would, what they do? They but all the, white girls, all, the wi- like all the white girls will go to Chin Chin anyway, so. I don't know, man. All the what? All the white girls will go to oh. Chin Chin. Pussy loves white girls. Pussy, Pussy's going to Chin Chin. Hi, Karen. I tried to go in Melbourne. I can't. couldn't can get in. Yeah, That's you don't want right. to get in. It's all right, Pussy. Don't feel bad about it. It's fine. Okay. It's all right. Who, who is, is is Chin Chin similar to um, like Cookie? Or is it the same guys? Think, or yeah, no, 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 it's not the same guys, but maybe similar. They just kind of did like hipster kind of Thai food. It's pretty honest. Like it's probably good. Like for down there, but yeah, as far but, as yeah. Sydney goes, like our no. Thai food's as good as Thailand. Like, if you know where to eat, Calista, do you agree with that statement? Um, that Thai food's as good as Thailand. Oh, yeah. look, yeah. I think it's kind of, I think it's better. better. I can't because, say that because better produce, <laughs> better yeah, produce. Yeah, but it, well, yes and no. There's of, of course there's going to be a, a more kind of um, wider variety of authentic Thai fruit and vegetables in Thailand but um, here you can trust that the stuff is grown without lots of harsh chemicals and um, you know the meat you're eating is going to be even if it's not free range organic it's still going to be a lot better than the meat you're eating in and Thailand fresh. Um, and fresh and the rice you know is like the rice that we get here I get people telling to you know, Thai people telling me it's of far superior quality than what they get in Thailand because it gets sent overseas um, and it's always um, a new crop we always get right. you know so I think the, the quality of the rice is like that's a lot like for a Thai person they go quality to a Thai restaurant rice. no matter how good the food is if the rice is no good yeah it's kind of letting down the team Pat Nurse went to Finland and he said Finland Finnish food is better in Australia than in Finland <laughs> <laughs> That was Pat Norse went to Finland. Yeah. <laughs> he wasn't, I wasn't, he wasn't impressed about the Finnish food in Finland. He said, you should go back there, man. You'll kill it. <laughs> so the Finnish food is much better in Australia than in Finland, according to Where Pat Norse. Where can Nurse. you eat Finnish food in Australia? Well, Ikea? I'm sure. I'm still looking. Yeah. It's only Ikea? Or no, you <laughs> oh, that's our main supplier. That's Scandinavian food. Lives. how is that DJing salsa? Music at the Good Food Guide Awards. If I would have known, I would have paid attention to the music. Oh, like for <laughs> literally fifteen minutes. Where were you, Lebs? I was. Like, uh, I was. I was. Yeah, they kind of hid me between between two between. stairwells. <laughs> between that's two not even as, as, as far as me mispronouncing words in this podcast goes. That's it's not even an event. Betwine's pretty good. Betwine. Like. Okay, cool. <laughs> podcast is still my favorite. <laughs> um, yeah, I. I, uh, I I had a fun time at Good Food Guide Awards. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I thought. It was 
it was strange kind of DJing and no one not realizing I was DJing yeah um, and DJing stuff that they could have just put a CD on and played but man I, I don't know it kind of is fun getting a challenge like that and going like hmm, I wonder how much Caribbean music I have <laughs> I mean obviously I have like stacks of dancehall and, and yeah. reggae and stuff but that was the wrong vibe um, so I, I kind of was just kind of like typing up in random things like you know like salsa cumbia into my <laughs> into my iTunes and being surprised at how much I had <laughs> at one point I just typed Brazil <laughs> <laughs> uh, <coughs> had some good stuff pretty yeah good. pretty good yeah if you what, what would be your like uh, I mean I've, I've been noticing this lately um, we went to Automata the other night and uh, Automata is uh, an, a, a guest from our first episode Clayton Wells his new restaurant and, uh... Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Um, Which will be open by the time this airs. Yes, and you should all go there. The food's amazing. And we'll, and we'll get into it in a minute, but... uh. Uh, I feel like every single review of Acme, your restaurant, Mitch, is um, they spend at least a paragraph talking about loud hip hop being played, yes. which is definitely a uh, you know a, a big uh, a big point that was important for you when you were opening. Mm-hmm. But now I find like because there was hip hop at Clayton's restaurant at Automata, but it was very like golden era kind of hip hop, yeah, yeah, yeah. and I feel like lately hip hop in uh, in restaurants is, is becoming like a thing that. Yeah. It's just kind of everywhere. Yeah, I think... I mean, there were places that played stuff. Like Matt Young, the uh, similiar at 10 million, would always put some Tribe called Quest on and some sort of Golden Era stuff like that because it is quite mellow and, you know, dinner music in a way. Like, it's not offensive to anybody or, you know, that kind of thing. So there was maybe one or two places playing some rap related stuff but it was no a big does it as loud no it was a big point oh, for no, it definitely. was a big point for us because when we created acme the same as Pulisa created boone and pussy created pussy whatever we wanted to create a place where we would want to go and i want to go and listen to music that i like and i like loud ignorant rap music so that's what we play and again what do they play when um when you've got the night off I hope the same but they don't really tell me <laughs> cam cam what do they play it always threatens to play techno but i don't know it's 
No, it's still the same. Sometimes I'll like put stuff on that I know that you'd hate. That I won't listen to yet. And then it'll get like RZA. Like the, RZA's the, pretty good. The RZA, RZA, RZA soundtrack. Really good. Yeah. That gets a little random. I did like French hip hop one night oh, when God. you weren't there. Oh, God. You didn't know about did you that. You finish, <laughs> finish hip hop. No, it's um, terrible. It's no, terrible. No. Like, <laughs> the playlist in Cafe Party was the idea to play the music that I don't like. Like, I'm like 90s <laughs> grunge and all that. Yeah. And I can't listen. Man, I would kill to go to a restaurant and listen to 90s grunge while but, I eat. Yeah, no, but I, but I was just like Eurovision sort of French. <laughs> <laughs> French, the French pop. Awesome. Like but, from the 70s and 60s. And yeah, but whatever the, made the Eurovision top 30s. Like, that's what you that. put. Yeah. yeah. Well, the, the thing for us was like the guy Elvis and Bennett, Porteño and Bodega could play really loud rock music or whatever you know they wanted to listen to. So I was like, why the fuck can't we play rap music? You know. Mm. And I think when we maybe in the first couple months we were open somebody maybe one of the floor staff or something came in from Chocho San and they were talking to one of or they were talking to one of our wait staff somewhere else and they were like oh we've been playing a bit of rap at Chocho San and there's like one of the songs came on and they said fucking shit and everyone was just like ooh you know kind of thing and our waiter was like you should come to Acme and listen to the bullshit that comes out of the Acme stereo yeah. system, you know. So I know I made those. I made those early playlists. Yeah. Does, does anyone complain? Does anyone well, say, people can you, can you just fucking turn on the music? Oh, yeah. No, people complain that it's too loud. Yeah. Um, and do you ever listen? To turn it down. Yeah. <laughs> mostly we just say no. This is the vibe, and if we turn it down for you, then it throws off the vibe for the whole restaurant, and we're not prepared to change the vibe that everybody else is having. You are old. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Did you just invite me to go? It's a roast. I haven't seen you in too long. I have to like get all this <laughs> frustration and teasing out. Um, Felicity, do you even... I, what music plays at Chat Thai? There isn't one at some of the city stores, oh, right? Look, I, I made a very detailed playlist of about a thousand songs. Um, but then Thai pop came on every time I came in. And, uh, you know, between all my staff, me abusing all my staff, saying... Can you please fucking turn off this music? Put back the playlist. Um, now I just I'm more free about it. So we have this schedule. We have a playlist schedule. Between ten and twelve, they can put on all the Thai pop music they want, as long as it's acceptable, like indie Thai pop music. <laughs> <laughs> and then and then it's like uh, the old playlist that I had on, which I have to admit was a lot of um, Lauren. And uh, Amy Winehouse, and and I really like old kind of Ethiopian jazz and stuff like that. So there was that for about. And <laughs> <laughs> Everyone else like at the driving table. with Cam. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone else at the table went. Oh, no one wants to listen. And yeah. Cam was like, "Oh, that's amazing! <laughs> I'm going to play some of that right now." I love you, Cam. Give me those. Give me those Ethiopian jazz playlists. Please. <laughs> Taking notes. <laughs> and there's like you know Thai kind of. Thai jazz, which is really cool, like Thai I like kind the of thai like pop country. When the girls are playing the Thai pop, it's good. It's right. Yeah, what about the Thai jazz though? I don't know. Thai, about thai jazz is cool. It's called Malam, and I'm going to invite um, a really cool band out to play. Actually, at the end of the year for Christmas, we're going to do it because this is the first year we're going to be open for Christmas. Oh, yeah. you're gonna when are you when are you going to do your Chat Thai Christmas party then? On Christmas Day, I think. Really? Yeah, you're gonna be everyone's invited. How are you going to be open then? We're going to we're going to be open. We're going to have music. Actually, oh, so you're going to like have the Christmas party? Yeah, at yeah, the yeah. You really yeah. want to compete with Christmas in the Hood, the long-standing yeah. uh, uh, Christmas tradition that Mitch runs at his parents' house anyway. no, in Toon Gabby? You guys do breakfast. We're going to yeah, be like nighttime. Uh, yeah, party. So come, come, yeah. 
Um, and it's just like this really cool, like, you know, guys in their 70s playing Thai instruments. And um, yeah, it's called Molam. Paradise, the Paradise. It's the band. I'm, I'm getting them out from Thailand. There you go, Cam. I'll be there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anyone needs to know where I'll be Christmas night? <laughs> And you know what, Mike? I might for that night. I might put on the kalsoi just for you. I still probably wouldn't go. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> Not sure it quite outweighs it. Melissa, yeah. where did you get the happy birthday song from? That's a, uh, the a question. happy birthday song is it? top two in the oh. city. It's top two. It's, it's do you my have number one. do you have an Ethiopian jazz version of it? Okay. <laughs> I, I believe that is the Ethiopian jazz version. <laughs> it's pretty good. It's pretty. You know what? you know we're so like my mom is so cool in the way that she just was it who was it Patton who came once and they said well you know food review is Patton yeah, they, they said oh why, why didn't you just do it one way and my response to that was we're catering to a broad broad range of people mm. they want to come in they want to ask for tomato sauce Fuck, here you go have some tomato sauce you know so um so anything flies except calcium. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Good to know. You Thanks can have very much. much. Yeah. Yeah. Tomato sauce, sauce and calcium if you want. But fuck yeah. you and your calcium. Yeah. <laughs> or is received loud and clear. Fuck you. Should we uh, talk about um, autobahn now? Or? Autobahn, yeah, of course. <laughs> <coughs> I like to eat at the automata. <laughs> so we all went to the soft openings. See, nobody invited except me. Except for Polisa. You were in Thailand anyway. So automata with the flu. Yeah. Automata, automata. Is automata, not automata, as uh, I, I found out in our first episode, is the restaurant uh, head chef Clayton Wells, who was a guest on our first episode. Um, he used to cook at Momofoku Siobo and uh, countless other re- uh, restaurants before that. But um, it's in automata is part of the new Old Clare Hotel um, establishment. Um, which is they've opened up the bar last week and Automata opens this this week and then there's another restaurant there's more fine dining two dining. other restaurants <laughs> opening and the hotel is the hotel the hotel might be open in the I next I think it's open yeah so there's a 62 room boutique hotel upstairs as well with a rooftop pool that um, Clayton needed to give me a, month, a full summer free pass for that pool and why, yeah. and why do you deserve such a thing? Because uh, I've been feeding Clayton for free for a year. So <laughs> I fed you free for like many years. Yeah, where's Felissa's yeah. Paul? Yeah. Where's Fe- I have never not received a free meal. <laughs> oh, I've always much. paid a bill and got <laughs> a maybe a coconut jelly for free on my way out from chat. So thank bullshit. you very much. <laughs> we have had many free lunches though upstairs. I'll give you that. <laughs> Hats off to our boy Clayton though, because yeah, that restaurant's pretty fucking amazing. Fucking good, man. Yeah. Um, so. We basically had the soft opening, and we should talk about soft openings because I'm sure we've all got some fun stories from those um, when we've done it for our restaurants. But did you ever do a soft opening? No, you just open and go fuck we it. Just we didn't do one. Really? Okay, so yeah. no fun stories then. What a we did one. It was terrible. Yeah, yeah let's talk about super We did one real pretty alright. So a soft yeah. opening is before you open to the public, you open your doors to your friends, invite them around, and uh, test out the menu, get your staff familiar with the menu, and and how how are you going to run your restaurant? Yeah. Actually, that's not true. And we did one. And my mum just ended up inviting everyone on the street. Yeah. In, yeah. So. Well, it's kind of like... The and re- charging. Yeah. <laughs> the, re- charging. the reason you do them is to... You invite people that you trust and whose opinions you respect so they can give you feedback and hopefully not just piss in your pocket and tell you everything's amazing. But you do that so when you actually open to the public, as we've talked about before and reviewers come in on the first night, you're putting your best foot forward and offering the best product possible from the get-go because you start charging people for 
for you know for your product so that's the reason you do it and Clayton's lucky enough that he could do a week's worth mm-hmm. almost and I think it's pretty important for him too because it's had a lot of eyes on it already it's been in the works for a couple of years it's his first restaurant it's had a pretty big bankroll behind it it's part of a big project so for him it's pretty important and they're pretty much fucking nailing it already it's yeah they're fine they're doing really well I mean it's the best looking fucking restaurant in Sydney and the food's not far behind either it's pretty fucking great yeah I mean we didn't do one when we opened because we'd just come off a string of pop-ups and we kind of felt like if we can sort of rock up in people's garages and on the day and do dinners for 60 to 100, we can probably just get this one sorted. Also, we didn't think we'd be very popular. So we kind of banked on just doing a few people a night when we first opened. And we were right, like it built up. We did like 30 people, 30 people, and then the weekend was full. So by the time we got to the... You were the, right. We were right. Yeah. So. Pasty, tell me about we did one. We did one. I did fifth. Mike was. Yeah, I was there. Yeah, really I wasn't there. Thanks for the invite, Pasty. Yeah. Yeah. I sent you a mail. Sure, I sent you one. I must have bounced back because I set up their website. He moved restaurant. Mikey offered Mikey offered Pussy a, uh, a pool membership, so that's why he's yeah. yeah, no. <laughs> hey, God, it's downstairs. We got a pool there. Yeah, it's it's small though. It's a little waiting pool. Yeah, no. <laughs> I waited 55, 50 people, and it was terrible. We had a whole crew from Australia Wiley helping out, mm. and all our staff. Yeah. My wife. I think we just have too many people doing their own thing, and nobody did. The well, same thing. It was because you was shipped just, in a lot of Finnish people, so there was. Yeah, I know, but there was Finns. The Finns there were the first day. It was terrible. I cried. It was so bad. <laughs> and I wanted to close up, but I said, there's no point if it's this shit already. <laughs> there's no point going on anymore. Like, if it's this bad, like. The, food, the food was exceptional that oh, night. I hated everything. <laughs> no, it was really. Like, we, had, like, the, we had one staff tasting on, like, on Thursday with Hansi. Yeah. And then the rest of the staff arrived on Monday. Soft opening was on Tuesday. That was terrible. So when did you actually open? Then we closed for one day just to recover. To recover. Open on Thursday. Thursday. Yeah, we did, we did a soft opening for the dip when we opened and we did I think, like two nights in a row and invited, we could sit 100 people. Good God, and I think we invited 100 people each night at the same time. So 100, <laughs> I'd, I'd never cooked in any professional form whatsoever. I'd, I'd, I did uh, like two nights work, like, you know, helping yeah, out at, yeah. at Duke Bistro with Mitch for a little bit before we opened and, and, and suddenly a hundred dockets just appeared in front of me and I felt like I was going to shit my pants for, <laughs> I reckon, f- four solid hours. Oh, not very solid, to be honest. Um, <laughs> um, but Andy's back. <laughs> and... Uh, yeah, I, I just remember that that when that um, intense amount of relief after not only the first one, but the second soft opening we did, like, and then just the next day, just allowing myself to only eat pizza and lie down for an entire day <laughs> it was the scariest uh, two nights of my life. So tell me, when do you like to most go to a restaurant? When it first opens, or you give it like a year, half a year? Um, what I mean, I guess yeah. Part of me is interested. I mean, if it's a, if it's a mate's restaurant, I want to go there before anyone else because I want to show my support to my friend and also like you know if he wants to hear my feedback. You want to IG it first. Uh, no, you know, like, uh, Clayton told me uh, I was like, "Hey, can we Instagram um, some of the meals tonight?" And he was like, "Oh, probably not." And then I was like, "Okay, I won't." And then every other person, <laughs> including Mike, did. I, no, I didn't put a photo up. All right, I, Barry, because yeah. I, I got, did. Yeah, Barry. She's she, 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 a rule breaker. Yeah, but the, the ten people that follow her won't tell anyone, so yeah. it's okay. <laughs> 
I got a message with the second course from the waiter. Clayton says you may Instagram this dish. <laughs> oh. So is that why everyone Instagrammed that one yes. dish? <laughs> the one with the onions. Yeah, I think. It. I think you know. Ideally, like when we did soft openings, I told everyone not to Instagram shit because yep. we were trying to keep. You were hiding from the reviewers. Yeah, we were hiding from the reviewers, and I think for Clayton, I got the first review out of acting. Impossible to hide from anyone. It is, but I think (laughs) Clayton wants to sort of keep some surprise for when their restaurant actually opens, so the general public hasn't fucking seen everything. So, do we want to take money on who's going to be there then on the first night when he so he Uh, opens this Wednesday? Yeah. Well, he told me that Huckstep was sticky beacon in on. Thursday Anthony Huckstep from I don't even know who he writes for at the moment yeah. but he has the food something <laughs> he, yeah, something on paper yeah something on paper he, he moves he, I don't know but you know like Clayton's even said that some people that have known they're doing soft openings have just kind of walked in and said we know you're doing soft openings but we're going to eat anyway which is pretty rude but I'm pretty sure Clayton charged them for full price for it cool. for it anyway so. but they weren't reviewers no no not reviewers. just general public just General public and industry. But yeah, police, I, I, I definitely there. like getting in there early just to see what it's like. But when you said, you know, the question was, what do you most like to do? Uh, obviously, it's a much more comfortable experience going to a restaurant after they've... they've Hit this so much yeah. stride. I mean, yeah. even Acme, yeah. you, you guys knew what you were doing when you were opening. But then when I came back six months later, it was like a f- fine-tuned machine. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I like to go early and see what it's doing. And then I like to go back six months later and then give it, you know, a proper sort of try and proper judgment and then you know if it's good I'll keep going back forever I have I, I, I don't want to name and shame oh actually I will fuck it <laughs> <laughs> but there, there definitely has been moments where um, uh, like you go to the opening line you're like wow this place is great and then you go back six months later and they're not that wasn't name, that was yeah, name and shame. Yeah, I just realised. Yeah, it was yeah. Yeah. name and shame. Um, actually, I, I'll give one. I, I've I've bagged these guys out before, um, so it's fine. Melbourne. Uh, <laughs> no, <laughs> but this is this isn't quite the example I was talking about. But Burger Project, for example, right. opened and and I mean a lot of people were disappointed when when they first opened. Burger yeah. Project was the uh, the burger restaurant that um, Neil Perry. And his group opened. One um, of your finest reviews ever lives. Well, so I wrote a review because everyone was like, oh, I can't wait for Levens to tear this place apart. And um, <laughs> I kind of wrote a review less about the actual restaurant and more about everybody being like weirdly personally offended <laughs> by, by how, how disappointing the burgers at Burger Project were. But then I went back a few months later and, and had one of the best burgers I've had in Sydney. Yeah. But then I went back again. And it wasn't good again, so I don't know what's going on. Yeah. So when do you actually write your review? Do you write your review after you've had the fourth burger, or well, do you write your well, review after you've had It's different now because you were reviewing, writing the food reviews for the thousands online, but now you're a paid. I don't oh, know. Which, is, which is what I much prefer. I don't, I don't like being. I don't like you know. I don't really like passing judgment on new places. And, yeah, and did you yeah. ever feel like an asshole? Writing uh, reviews? No, I mean, I've. Lev feels like an asshole all of the time. That's <laughs> Lev's whole shtick, is being an asshole. <sighs> this uh, is a good topic. It is a good topic, me being an asshole. Uh, <laughs> but because you write for Good Food Guide and Gourmet Traveler Review. Oh, yeah, now. actually. And I, and I, 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 I you know, that, that, was, that was tough because my, it was my first year doing that. And so they're obviously not going to give you the restaurants that. that have hype with. about them or, or, or you know like you know like the, so I, I definitely got a few of the restaurants that have been around for 20 years that you know restaurants you kind of take for granted in a way so it was hard it was hard writing writing a, a review for a restaurant that you know there's not much more to say other than like yep they're still doing what they were doing and it was pretty good 10 years ago and it's still pretty good now yeah. um, but 
I mean, as far as like, yeah, like writing, writing for new restaurants, I mean, I, I do have that small amount of, of background in the restaurant industry. So you don't want, like, no one, nowhere is actually shit. Like, they're definitely. Nowhere is trying to be shit. Exactly. And, and, and I feel like no one, like, no one really deserves a massive take. As much as we'd love to see Terry Durack tear into a restaurant and give a <sighs> seven out of 10 review once in a while, uh, like, no one really deserves that. And, and I feel like. You know, you can definitely talk about a bad experience you had a restaurant at a restaurant, but you don't really, as a writer, you don't really have a right to 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 do more than that. Like it's your personal experience, your personal not opinion, what they're yeah. in there. Yeah, at the end yeah. of the day, if there are seven out of twenty, they don't deserve to be in the paper. There's only fifty of those in the, a year, so generally, I think anything that is that bad just gets skipped over. You know, yeah, the yeah. punishment is you don't mm. get in the paper. But you know, it's better than getting ripped into. You get no review. Now I'm mean, obviously mm. free- freelancing, so who knows what I'll be doing week to week. But um, at the moment, I'm mostly writing pieces where I just get to write about stuff I love, and that's much more preferable, especially when doing it's kind features. Of, yeah, actually yeah. features. Like I, I featured uh, one of your sandwiches, Felissa, that, that, that you brought to, to the table today. Actually, um, which in, I in made my, you eat again. Yeah, Sorry, yeah happily. You told me happily you liked it. it. And, yeah. a, and a very legitimate chicken burger as well. The fried Aww. chicken burger was very good. Yeah, yeah Felissa's great. We know. Uh, <laughs> you can now eat it at Miss G's. Really? Yeah. yeah. But I can't have a fucking calcium. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what, do, do, you're doing a Miss G's? No, Miss G's. Oh, hi, Sam. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Miss G's is doing a, a fried chicken and a green papaya salad burger. Oh, yum. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I just had. That's Pulis's. She's it's saying, stop doing my fucking you. burger, guys. Yeah. Yeah. It's called fucking thievery. No, no, Fuck not. you guys. No, no. Can I just say, please keep doing my burger, but please buy a green papayas from my shop. <laughs> <laughs> and bring me a burger. Fair, fair, fair. Um, I would prefer it if you directed that with more of an insulting tone to uh, Dan Hong. Yeah. Really great. Doing it. It's uh, I right love a, right Dan. A, oh God, it's not what you meant to say on this podcast. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I do, though. He's so nice. She loves nice. him because he, he tells her how good brown rice is all the time. <laughs> <laughs> How many times has he said gains inside Boone Cafe? <laughs> <laughs> it's at the end of every order. <laughs> I need to get that with Brown. Gains. We were filming for um, Forage TV, a f- little online YouTube series that a friend of ours hosted. You can find it at forage.tv, I think. Something like that. And Dan and I came to Boone. Mm-hmm. Um, Joe, Yovi, if you're listening and I got that wrong, register for it. <laughs> <laughs> and Sponsored by Kia. Yeah, yeah. Kia. It's, it's a great car. Say, say Kia more. We'll get Kia. one for the Mitchell. Yeah. Yeah. You'd put something, you'd put a new dish on yeah. and I think it was with normal rice and Dan was like, yeah, you should do that with brown rice though. I wanted to do it with brown rice, but my mum's like, no, nah, they, they don't do brown rice like with this dish in Thailand. Yeah, so true. I said, well, you know. But then mum likes brown rice, mum. Come I, on. Eh, it's good with brown rice, man. It was the uh, board the boat. Is this brown rice? Yeah. It's, that is brown yum. rice, mate. That's you could be the pioneer in Thai and fuckboy fusion. <laughs> 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 it's the supreme salad. That's good. Good, Pussy. good, good roasting. Pussy's pretty yeah, cool man. at flicking things around. Like you did your... Your little tacos, you mixed around. You got your what are they again? Karelian pies. What? Karelian <laughs> pies. <laughs> You're translating. You don't know what he's saying. You, you had it before. Translate. You said crying pies. Karelian <laughs> Karelian pies. Karelian <laughs> into pies. Mexican tacos. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, you're always mixing it up. You never know, do the originals. Uh, no, we try. We do a bit of 
everything. Like this is just, the part where you talk about yourself in a positive way. So don't be so nice. No, just, but like we we don't just mix stuff up. We just try different different things. If they work, they work. And Carolian, but the taco was just to homage to Cafe Pacifico as much as to my to Finland, where I'm from, and uh, yeah. Pasi's food so individual and so. Well, like the food, know, the potato. Yeah, I don't know where you know, the fuck like you get your inspiration from. Cause he's a piss taker. He's just funny, a, that's why. Just on exactly. the, yeah. the your your on food's humorous. It's and good. I'm a lot of complain letters saying it doesn't taste like pho at all. It's not a pho Like, it's so many, like, nothing like pho. So much prefer pho. Then we had a, last year we had a vitello tomato. Yeah. Which was like a just... N- Nutella tomato? <laughs> <laughs> that was a Nutella tomato. Oh. <laughs> was that the pizza, with, the pizza one? The pizza one. Yeah. People liked so much prefer having normal pizza. Really? Oh. No, that pizza. Was, that was awesome. You did that, that was, was, so was different. No, that was a different one. Oh, that's that's that a more. That was a different yeah. one. Same, same, but different. Vitello tomato. I think fifteen of them at Rootstock. Did you guys ever eat at that Viking pizza place when it was open? There's heaps of them now. There's there? zero. My, my Viking pizza. It's a green. It's the blue and yellow one. Is it the Sven? Swedish Viking pizza. Where? See, what's a Finnish pizza? There's one in Junction. Yeah, there's one in Utrecht. We used to live around the corner from it, and I used to always try and convince my wife that we should go, and she never let me. Good from Bianca. Yeah, <laughs> well done. I want to eat Viking pizza. <laughs> <laughs> what my so, pizza brought to me on a dragged female yeah. body. <laughs> <laughs> like every man. <laughs> but this is great. Like, you know, I love your food because it's highly intellectual, you know. Like, you go there. Well, I don't know. Like, the people, I don't, all the compliments, like, just, cause I, we don't, I don't see it that way. I just... How do you see it then? I just thought it's just... So what do you do want you to do differently? Do you just knock that then? up on a, on a Monday night, like you're home? You're just like, yeah, let's make a photo. <laughs> Pretty much. At home. Oh, so Karen, much. Karen, Karen, your, Karen, your wife, put up a very funny photo of you staring longingly into the kitchen at Automata. Yes. Do you ever look at <laughs> kitchens <laughs> like that and yeah, think, uh, Clayton, God, I wish Clayton I didn't work yelling, in a laundry? Clayton, it's not fucking hot enough. <laughs> you're sending something back. It's not fucking hot enough. It's all right. Something there. <laughs> <laughs> so it's not just staring at the equipment and thinking like... I was staring at it as well. Yeah, the store was pretty nice. So would you ever like be lured by an investor? Who's, oh, who's we've been approached quite a few yeah. recently, and but after doing this in such a tight budget and making this work in pretty small budget, I, I doubt it. Like I want to just keep doing the same. I don't want to spend a lot of money on the restaurant thing ever because it's so hard to get. Wouldn't the money be your money. Yeah. Sorry. Wouldn't be your money. Oh, but like, I don't want to. I don't want to. Back. Could be a, could be a big bag of that Fink Group cash. Oh yes. <laughs> but I don't want somebody telling me what to do or telling me show me the figures or pointing there. Mm-hmm. Me yeah, having meeting on Mondays and listening to That's them, awesome. them to talk like how much more you have to make or stop giving away the popcorn, put it on as an add-on. <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's you know, it. Like, Charge more and like, it, it would be sad for us, but if like from every chef that's ever on the podcast or everyone we know, mm-hmm. you never begrudge them making the money or sell, not selling Except out but no. taking a backer but <laughs> <laughs> for for us for Parsi like to have Parsi like he's been a big inspiration for us what we do with Pinbone and you know I talked to Parsi and talked about how he opened and you know someone that's got the balls to take on Sydney without the budget and, and do it with you know such skill and you know like but if we can do it I think so many other people that work in there they can do it as well talented yeah, chef not everyone's as good as you so if you restaurant kind of owner chef operators out there that you know last. that last yeah. and are in it for the long game yeah, yeah. well we only hard. pop up we only yeah. pop up mm. and our lease well, runs out December 31st <laughs> again so what are you going to do I don't know yes 
give us something, pussy. I don't know. It's serious. Like, tell us, tell us instead of telling Roman Traveller. Do you want, cha- do, do you want yeah. Chat Thai to invest in a kitchen uh, for you? <laughs> Can you just do a popcorn shop? Because you'd make a oh, fucking fortune. A little, <laughs> little yeah, fairy floss popcorn. popcorn. I got two of them machines hey, now. That's true. Do you want to do like... Um, where are you from? Norway? No. Oh, yeah. Christ. Cancel that chat type on track. I go with the pink. So we could open a Finnish grocery store with a pop-up. It'd be like three oh, ingredients. Yes. <laughs> It'd be salted potatoes, mango berries, 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 and potatoes. lots of creeps in overcoats flashing yeah. people. <laughs> Where did you get that from? <laughs> Jesus. What are you watching? <laughs> Narcos. Do you want to stay in Sydney though? Oh, yeah, we will stay in Sydney, but yeah. it just depends on. Okay, that's good news. We've got to negotiate with the landlord. Like, we can't get any more rent. We can't pay any more rent in the site, and we can't put the yeah. prices up any that's more than we have. Rent's ludicrous thing. in Sydney at yeah. the moment. Yeah. Like we're looking open, and it's a fucking joke. That's why yeah. owner operators, like chef chef owner operators, are so hard. Yeah. it's just almost next to impossible. Yeah, that's it. Without we were looking you know, at the honeycomb site, just the oh, old, yeah. yeah. But oh. it's two G's, bro. It's a thirty seater, and it's got to close at ten. Who the yeah. fuck That's can cheap. make money? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That, it is, yeah, that is cheap. Barangaroo. Like fried rice. Barangaroo. Like, yeah. <laughs> nah, it was, I can't make money off that. Rice, I can't run a restaurant where I've got to be out by 10. No. With 2G no. on the rent. Like, you could do the Pinbone Cafe there, though. Yeah, I fucking know. It's not big enough. It's not, yeah. Not big enough 30 enough. seats, mm. man. Where would the oh, fucking the line who go up the street? That'd be nice. Yeah, but how many turns is that to get the, you know, it's. You break your ass trying to. You need to put more uncomfortable chairs in there. Bro. That's the key. Yeah. Stools. That's it. Stools. That's what Pussy does. Uh, that, what's wrong with yeah. our chairs? <laughs> we got the we got the felt we got the felt cushions. Please get down home here so I can take a piss out of him. Yeah, we I've could swap. Pussy could take the thirty seat little restaurant, do beautiful fine dining. I'll take the giant Mexican shed. Yeah, be perfect. They're going to knock it down at some point, though, aren't they? That'd no, they can't. They can't. Oh, they're not allowed. No, to. No, they're not allowed to. Is, is, is there heritage? No, they just they just. Council won't, won't give them DA to yeah, knock right. it down, mm, right. so they have to keep it. And we bought felt cushions on the chairs. What's it? Oh, <laughs> just fucking with you, like twelve bucks each. That, that was felt cushions on the <laughs> yeah. chairs. He, he's got a very sensitive butt. Yeah, <laughs> there's not much meat on it. Yeah. No, that was kidding. Doesn't eat enough burgers. That's brown rice. No gains. No gains. Proteins, so you're looking, proteins. you're looking for a site? Ah, uh, we look, yes, <laughs> sorta. Of. I'm looking, we're looking, always looking. Investigating uh, yeah. journalism yeah. from Pelissa. Because Pelissa brought a suitcase full of money. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's in the car, I'll go and get it. Done. Yeah. Do the Norwegian restaurant. No, yeah. we'll find a site, we'll split it. We'll <laughs> get a big one. Uh, well, I think that's all the mission we have time for oh. this week. So much fun. So much fun. Pastor, do you want to play ping pong now? Yes, please. Let's do it. I'll show you. This mission table is going to be turned into a ping pong table in five minutes. Uh, If you want to find these fine talkers uh, online, Pelissa, where can we find you? What's your what's your what's your gram, mate? I'm Pelissa at chatto.com.au. Very imaginative. That's your your email address. Oh, so really? On my Instagram. (laughs) Yes. Oh, I'm too old. I don't have one. No, I'm. (laughs) You do have one. I follow you. Who's the imposter? <laughs> I'm Pelissa Anderson. That's awesome. it. And that's uh, me. And uh, you can go. Is there a chat Taiwan too? Yeah, except Matt's in charge of that, and the he only he's never he, anything on it. No, no, only <laughs> surfing pictures, pictures of, of people blacks. surfing. Pictures of the all blacks men in the rugby. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, my mother-in-law knitted um, Archie an all blacks jacket <laughs> for oh, really? his Woody doll. <laughs> poor child. <laughs> that poor child. Pelissa has a has a son called Archie as well. 
Your mum isn't just randomly making my son <laughs> clothes. But if she wants to, he's also yeah, yeah. a fan of Toy Story. <laughs> and, and the All Blacks. Yeah, totally, yeah, okay. sure. Just, just when Mitch is around. Just doesn't even know what the All Blacks are. <laughs> That's a rugby it's a, it's team. A, it's a kind of coffee, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, Parsi, where can we find you online? Oh, Parsi P on Instagram. Easy. The translate that, Michael. Uh, Parsi. Yeah. Parsi. Parsi. Yeah. Just follow us. We always talk about him. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Mike, of course, can be found. Pinbone and uh, Big Mike Egg. Yeah, just use the Pinbone one. And also, I'm going to shout out to our little pop-up we're doing on Sunday. Yes. So, we're at 10 Williams Street. It'll, this will go up after that anyway. So oh, yeah, in. it will too. So, what I hope you all came yesterday. It was really fun. The podcast that helps nobody. <laughs> Young Henry's one. Oh, yeah. That's pretty much sold out. Oh, shit. We've got a feral dinner at Young Henry's on the 10th of October, which is going to be fun. We're cooking camel and a whole lot of other feral animals. So, come along. Did you get, and did you get some cats? No cats just yet, but we do have ponchos and some wet wipes. So, come along and prepare for a food fight. <laughs> Cam Fairban, that's your. Oh own. yeah, that's my Instagram as well. High <laughs> five! <Yeah. laughs> what are you up to? Seven pics on. I've got now? seven pictures now, guys. Job, How many of them are of you smiling, holding your award? <laughs> One. <laughs> no clothes. <laughs> Maybe none. <laughs> and Mitch can be found at Instakrill or Krillin on the Run you on know Twitter. It. Uh, and of course, Acme is the restaurant to go find them at and yell at them while they try and make you food. Uh, I can be they found. They won't hear you because the music's too loud. <laughs> <laughs> Once again, Pulitzer is old, everybody. <laughs> yes, I am. And set no ways without giving his cowsoy. <laughs> uh, I'm Lev Dog on Twitter and Instagram and Facebook, and you can find the Mitchin at facebook.com/slash the Mitchin. And uh, again, this is a little reminder: please leave us a, a review on iTunes. Um, have you had any more? I don't know Mitch? who Lowell Mitch was. Oh, really? Oh, it was Enrico from Ten William. He messaged me today. Uh, <laughs> have you had any more yet? Or no? Not, not, not since this morning. Uh, he was like in his Italian accent in the message. He's like, hey, Mitch, uh, it was me that said uh, Lowell Mitch. <laughs> hey, Lowell Mitch, Lowell. Could be Giorgio, could be Enrico. <laughs> could be Mario from the Mario Brothers. <laughs> We've been the Mitchin. Thank you so much for listening, and we will see you next week at the Mitchin table. Goodbye. It's the Mitchin Podcast with Krill Dog and Andy. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply at LifeMD.com. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. 
If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications through LifeMD? LifeMD is now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. Probably the easiest thing I've ever done. The medication comes in the mail and it's very easy to use. I've been able to live my normal lifestyle and I've lost 20 pounds already and I've never felt better. It changed my life. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at TryLifeMD.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member? For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.